0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Realign with Your Purpose. Today, I'm talking about how to get unstuck. and specifically, how to get unstuck if you're feeling stuck creatively. if you're if you're in a business or a career or really anything where you have to be creative in some way or come up with new ideas on a regular basis, inevitably, We're going to have seasons where we just start to feel stuck or stagnant, and the creativity doesn't come as easily, and the ideas aren't flowing as freely. And then we get frustrated with ourselves. And I sort of found myself in the place where I was struggling creatively and I was just feeling a little stuck. And so that's what I want to talk about today how to get unstuck when the creative juices just aren't flowing because if we're doing something in our business or whatever where our business actually depends on our creativity like we can't necessarily afford to stop being creative altogether and getting frustrated with ourselves over not being creative or not feeling creative like like I was doing certainly doesn't help us connect with our creativity any better so Today, I'm going to share with you three tangible things you can do if you find yourself feeling stuck creatively. The first thing you can do is reflect on a time when you felt the most creative. When was that? Like what kind of things were you doing that helped you tap into that creativity? What sorts of daily habits might you have had then that Maybe you've stopped doing, or maybe you're just not doing as much. Have you even been doing these things at all, or putting yourself in the environments where you feel inspired? And if not, why? For me, I'm consistently better able to tap into my creativity when I'm spending at least an hour of my day outside, typically walking. When I'm not able to get outside or to get in the sunlight, I start to feel less creative and honestly, just overall, less inspired to do anything and especially anything creative. This one's huge for me. When I was struggling in my creativity, it was also during a time when I wasn't going outside and getting in my daily walks. And why wasn't I going outside and getting in my daily walks? Well, it was 40 degrees below zero for one. There were 35-mile-per-hour winds for another, and there was two feet of snow on the ground, which honestly, I could have navigated the two feet of snow with probably without a problem if it wasn't for the negative 40 degrees and the 35-mile-an-hour winds, but Nebraska, so yeah. And so I was sitting there thinking, what can I do instead that can help me tap into my creativity the way that going outside does? And that's what I'd encourage you to do. Recognize what things in your life help to spark that creativity. And if you're not doing those things or you're not putting yourself in those environments right now, for whatever reason, either start doing those things, get back in those environments, or if you're where I was and that's just not practical or realistic right now, what can you do instead to help you get a similar result? So for me, If it had been more about the movement, if it was the physical movement that helped me tap into my creativity, I could have gone to the gym or done some sort of workout at home. But I still do yoga regularly. I go to yoga classes several times a week and I was still doing that. So I was getting in the movement already. For me, it was more about being in nature, being outside, being in the sunlight. So I decided. To just get in the car, head out to the country, and just drive. A drive through the city probably wouldn't have cut it, like with the traffic and the traffic lights and the people and all of that. So I just headed out to the country and let myself get lost in the back roads, and I just, I just drove for hours. Now, don't tell my dad, please, because he's my mechanic, and my car already has 250,000 miles on it, and he's getting really, really tired of putting new alternators in it, so me driving around for hours on end for like seemingly no reason he might yell at me so just if you know my dad maybe don't tell him okay thanks but honestly my my overworked car aside it did the trick after the first 30 minutes or so of driving, being the only car on the highway for the most part and just just driving in the silence and letting my mind wander and clearing out all the clutter that was distracting me from connecting with my creativity, eventually the ideas just started coming. So I opened the voice note app on my phone and I just sort of started talking out verbal notes as they came to me. So that's my first tip for you. And maybe for you, it's a drive in the country. Maybe it's going for a swim, getting in the water or sitting in the sauna or dancing or yoga, or maybe it's just going to your favorite coffee shop and ordering your favorite chocolate croissant and a chai latte and sitting there for a couple of hours with nothing but a pen and a journal. Maybe that's the thing for you. The second thing you can do to help revive your creativity is to revive the energy of your space. Notice how you feel when you go into the different spaces in your home where you typically go to be creative. Does it spark creativity when you go into those spaces or have you started letting the the papers pile up on your desk or has the laundry started piling up on your favorite chair because you haven't made the time to fold it and put it away? Or maybe even the paint color in your bedroom is starting to feel a little boring or outdated and you just don't feel the same energy you used to feel when you walk into your bedroom. Or maybe the bathroom counter has gotten cluttered with all your makeup or old candles that you never actually used, but once upon a time you thought they smelled good or they looked pretty. As you go through your house, as you go through all the different spaces, notice how they make you feel are there spaces in your house that you actually dread walking into because they're kind of a disaster now if it's the kids playroom or something like that that you that you dread going into just shut the fucking door that is not something i want you to tackle right now what i want you paying attention to mainly are the spaces that are yours your office your bedroom your bathroom Those are the first, most important spaces I want you to really pay attention to. And then you can notice the family spaces, the living room, the kitchen, the dining room. But the spaces that are the kids' spaces or even the partner's space, I don't give a shit about those spaces right now. Those are the last priority. Shut the doors to those spaces if they bother you and save them for another day. Right now, I want you to focus on the spaces that are yours. Like I said, your office, your bedroom, your bathroom. Decide which space is the most important, which one you want to focus on. And you can do this a couple of different ways. And it's going to be totally up to you and up to your priorities and how you view your spaces. But like if you're good with your bedroom and your bathroom and the one space you notice is giving you cringy vibes or you always hesitate before going in there because you know you need to clean it up a little bit is your office, then obviously tackle the office. But if you're like Joe's, every single one of those spaces is a disaster. I don't even want to walk through my front door because it's such a disaster. Where do I even start? Well, first, like I said, start with a space that's yours. And if all the spaces that are yours, your office, your bedroom, your bathroom, if all of them make you anxious, here's what I want you to do. There's a couple ways you can decide what space to tackle first. If you consider Each of the spaces, and you notice that one space just feels the most overwhelming, and you're like, if I could get this one space cleared out, cleaned up, freshened up, revived, rearranged, if I could breathe life back into this one space, I'd have the motivation to do the other spaces. If that's what you feel when you think about it, then start with that space. But if you're like, that space feels too overwhelming to start with. And I know I'm going to give up before I get through because I can see just how long it's going to take. And I don't think I have the stamina to follow through to the end. Then decide which space actually feels the easiest to clear out, clean up, freshen up, revive, rearrange, whatever. What space could you do the fastest, the easiest in a way that's least overwhelming? If that feels better to you, if that feels like a better way to tackle this, then do that. Start with the easiest because that's going to give you confidence. That's going to feel good. You're going to feel so good when you get that space done and it might just motivate you to move on to the next space. Now, another way you can go about this is if there's one space in particular that seems to be the space that you typically go to be creative, if that feels the most important, you can choose to start with that space. Because when a space feels clean and fresh and energized and inspiring, you're going to naturally feel more creative when you're in that space. So this one for me was my office. And like I'd hinted at earlier, my desk had started getting piled down with papers and mail and journals and pens and notes and random cords and charging cables and water bottles and a shit ton of other stuff that every time I went in there to work, to write, to, to record, to edit, or to do an interview or host a coaching call or lead a workshop, I had to move all this shit off my desk to get it out of my way. And it made me not want to even go into my office because I'd move all this shit off my desk. And then when I was done, rather than trying to organize it all and find homes for it all, because obviously that makes sense, guys, I would just put it back on my desk. Tell me I'm not the only one who does this. It feels crazy. Like it, like it might take me a little longer to go through it and organize it and put it all away, but really, after moving it back and forth and back and forth so many times, I was spending so much more time not putting it away. And it was really an energetic drain for me. It was blocking my creativity because I was instantly annoyed every time I'd go into my office and have to move everything again. So one day, finally, I spent a little bit of time just cleaning it all up. And then I created a little system to try and prevent myself from letting it get to that point again. We'll see if I stick with it. (laughs) But that's the second thing you can do to sort of revive your creativity if you're feeling stuck. And the third thing you can do is to get into a different energy than you naturally like to be in. So what, what I mean by that is if you've been doing a lot of extroverting, like if you've been around people a lot, you've been going out, spending time in environments with a lot of people, Take some time away from people and spend some time by yourself in your own energy. And also, if you've been doing a lot of introverting, if you've been spending a lot of time by yourself, intentionally connect with some people and get yourself into other people's energy for a little bit. Shake things up a little bit. So this might look like if you're naturally extroverted and you been constantly spending time around other people and it's just not helping get the creative juices flowing, maybe take a little solo retreat. Get yourself an Airbnb for the weekend away from the family, away from the kids, away from the partner, away from other people and just reconnect with your own energy. Do some journaling, maybe some yoga, maybe some meditating, maybe some reading. Put away the technology, stay off social media, and just reconnect with your own energy. Or if you've already been pretty introverted lately, look for some networking events you might want to attend. Call up some friends and plan a dinner out. Just intentionally connect with people. Have conversations. Get out of your normal routine and out of your comfort zone a little bit and allow yourself to get into other people's energy. So those are my three main tips for reigniting your creativity if you've been feeling a little stagnant. And some final little bonus tips I just wanted to add on here at the end. Number one, just make sure you're getting enough sleep. It might be the single most important thing you can do is get enough sleep. Number two, make sure you're staying hydrated. Just drink your damn water. You need it. Your brain needs it. Just drink it. Number three, make sure your nutrition is at least relatively balanced. I'm not going to come on here and tell you like you need to get this many grams of protein and these are what your macros need to be and whatever because bro, like last night for dinner I ate Taco Bell. I'm not saying I didn't regret it later, but I'm just saying make sure your nutrition is better more often than it's not. And then finally, number four, make sure you're getting some kind of movement in, whether you're going to the gym and doing a full workout or or taking a 10-minute walk around the block in the morning or doing an evening yoga session to regulate your nervous system, something, some kind of movement. And listen, we all fall into these funks sometimes. We all find ourselves struggling creatively sometimes. And when it's a significant part of what you actually do for a living, it can be so, so frustrating. So if you're finding yourself in a funk right now and you're like, I've actually already tried all this shit you mentioned here and it's still not working. I'm still stuck. If you'd like a little more support beyond what I can provide here in a podcast, whether that's literally having someone to walk alongside you for several months on this journey you're on to support you holistically. Or whether that's just having someone to sit down with you for an hour, an hour and a half and help you create the tactical strategies that are going to help you break through to whatever that next level is for you. I have two ways right now that you can personally work with me. The first is to schedule a one-time 90-minute success strategy session. And this is where I help you create an intentional strategy to tactically map out the next steps for your career or your business or your personal life or all of the above. This is a 90-minute session and it's gonna provide you with a strategic plan for the next three months based on the specific goals that you wanna achieve. Now, the other way you can work with me is through my one-on-one VIP coaching. This is for the person who's ready to dive Deep. This is where I help you identify and break through the roadblocks that have been holding you back or keeping you stuck. We dig into the deep inner work and identify the mindsets and the strategies you need to take your life or your business to the next level. This is by application only. And I don't say that just to say that because I actually talked to someone recently who I ended up referring to another coach because I recognized. What this person was looking for in a coach and in a coaching program was not at all what I was offering. And I don't want someone to get into this type of coaching blindly. It's not for everyone, it's only for the person who's really ready to have a breakthrough, who's really ready to up level their life, who's really ready to do hard shit, be held accountable, and who's willing to be challenged and who's ready to grow. And if that's you, or if the 90-minute success strategy session is more aligned with what you've been looking for, either way, both of those links are in the show notes. Or if you're like, I actually kind of want to do both, or I actually don't know which one I need more. I also offer a limited number of free discovery calls each week. These are 30-minute calls Where I listen to what it is that you're looking for in your life or your career or your business. And I help you decide what's the best next step for you. And I'm not gonna lie, I do give you a little coaching there too. It's a little bit of free coaching in that 30 minute call. Not as much coaching as you get in the other places, obviously, but you'll get a little bit of coaching. And I'm not here to sell you into something you either don't need or you're not ready for, because honestly, it's emotionally and energetically exhausting working with people who aren't the right fit. It just is. I know you know this. So if I'm not the right fit for you or if I'm not the right fit right now, I will do my best to point you in the direction of someone who might be the right fit for you. I really will. I've built up such a network of coaches and mentors and I love connecting people when that connection feels aligned. So, reach out and let's get you out of that funk. Let's reignite that creativity inside of you and let's make 2024 the year you've been dying to make it. Thanks for tuning in to realign with your purpose. My intention is that the messages I share here in this podcast help you experience a mindset shift as well as actual transformation and growth. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with a friend so they can experience the growth and transformation that you found in these messages. Or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you for spreading the message and encouraging everyone to believe in themselves and their dreams. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, send me a DM because I would love the opportunity to have a conversation with you. As always, it's been an honor to share this time with you today. And until next time, you got this.